Hello, I'm John Deeks and welcome to Your Life Choices podcast. Homestyle Aged Care in Melbourne and Geelong is much more than just a place to be. They know that nothing can replace the feeling of your own home. However, the team do go out of their way to provide the best quality in home comforts, aged care and support. Truly, a home away from home. And importantly, they also specialise in dementia care. Now, every Homestyle Aged Care member is committed to ensure that their passion, experience and understanding make residents feel secure, safe, respected and cared for. And to explain more about Homestyle Aged Care, I'm joined by Tim Humphreys, the CEO. Welcome, Tim. Thank you, John. Great to have you with us. And uh, Aged Care has uh, come a long way in the last couple of decades, (laughs) but certainly in the last couple of years, post-pandemic. Yeah, look, I think the pandemic, and particularly in Victoria, the media perhaps reported some things that didn't go quite so well, but I think it's time for us to get back to appreciating and understanding that that aged care is a, a great place for older people who have lost some independence to go and live. One of the things that we find when uh, people move into care is that their health improves. So that first month of living in care, um, the socialisation, often people are living at home by themselves and are lonely. So being able to interact with a lot of other people is really important. They get their medication, which improves their health, obviously. They have showers, they have sleep, they, f- they have great food um, and all of our food's cooked in home as well. So it's homely food, which is important for the residents that we care for. It certainly is because uh, one of their big, uh, big things is the food. It is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and just on, on food, one of the things that we've done over the last few years is really tried to engage with Maggie Beer, who's done some amazing work across the industry. Uh, yes, I know and Maggie. her yeah. passion for, for making change and improving the, the food we provide That's has really influenced, influenced us. So we have a seasonal menu that changes every season, obviously, with a four-week rotating menu. So, um, And the residents have input into that, which is great. And All right, Tim, let, let's, let's move back a couple of paces. Quite often it's a little difficult to get mum, dad or mum or dad into aged care. And uh, I almost think of sort of aged care is uh, is not quite the right term in many ways because uh, it basically it's it's the next form of of, of care um, and it it is aged but sometimes there is some reticence from the elderly to want to take that step to move out of the home to they think I'm going to lose my independence yeah. not so yeah look I think to to be honest. People come into residential aged care when they have lost some independence. So to, to be completely frank, that is, it's a turning point for people in their life when they need the care we provide. Do they come in kicking and screaming sometimes? Or? Yeah, absolutely. But I think one of the things that we've found post-pandemic is that just in the last month, we had over 60 residents enter our care. 40 of them had spent two weeks or so in respite. Ah. So respite care is becoming a really important entry for people to say, well, we went in for a couple of weeks, we tried it. And now we're happy to stay here. And we're hearing that time and time again, that the reticence is absolutely there. But respite is a really good way of saying, well, you don't have to stay there, for, particularly for family members. Go and try it. If you don't like it, you don't have to stay. But a lot of people try it and do want to stay. While we're on the subject of getting in or approaching aged care with, with mum and dad or mm. grandpa and grandma, what advice do you give to those who have to have that discussion? Look, I've had it recently with my mum, so I know oh, really? exactly, I know it personally. But I think that the most important thing is to try and get your head around the system that is aged care in Australia and it's complex. So the sooner you try and understand that and get an assessment, so you have to go to the My Aged Care website and navigate your way through that. And as my mum has said, fortunately she has children who can navigate computers. Mm. So that that's a bit of a trap for a lot of people. 
But just getting through that My Aged Care system is a really important first part because that's your entry, that determination made by those assessors uh, pretty much determines what support you can get. So doing that sooner rather than later, I would say, is a really important thing to do. How did you start the conversation with mum? She started it herself. Did she, she? She'd worked in aged care. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, so, she, yeah, yeah. she's inside running there. Yeah, and look, she went She went into respite care for a couple of weeks and realised that she didn't need that level of care and she's moved into her retirement village. So everyone has different needs and it's important so to understand do you, that. do you get mum or dad into the car and, and say, oh, we're just going to go for a drive and <laughs> no. you end up down at Homestyle Aged Care and uh, <laughs> uh, have a little look around, just to, just to look around, just uh, to see what it's like. And look, uh, what, what, what is, What's your recommendation? Look, I think certainly from what we've seen recently, respite care is a really good way of doing it because often families may be providing a lot of care and a lot of support and they may be going on holiday or something or perhaps the carers just need a bit of a break and they can say to mum or dad, look, because I think parents are often worried about the impact they're having on their kids. Sure. So the kids can perhaps say, well, we're going on a holiday or, or perhaps it might be good for you to try this just to see how you go. And we don't want you to be alone yeah. because so many of them say, oh, they'll have to carry me out of this place. <laughs> I'm, you know, I've lived here. I'm going to have to carry me out. Uh, and it doesn't have to be that way because, no, no. as you said, the very early part of going into home care, for instance, home yeah. style, aged care, uh, you see a quality of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Goes north. It, it, it's a big change. I mean, I think if you think about what you're moving from and, and that's why we've changed a lot of our, our comms to say we, we know that people would rather be in their own home and I think that was a, a real trigger moment for us. I sat with some residents a number of years ago and, and they were glowing in their praise for what we did but at the end of that they said, but we'd rather be at home. So we now understand that people would rather be in their own home so we do all we can to appreciate and understand that rather than I think the old school thinking was, this is your new home. Well, it's not. We know you'd rather be at your home, so we'll do all we can. And we particularly do things like when we design new homes, we don't build in furniture because we want residents to bring in furniture. So we want part of their home to be in, in our environment so that there's at least some familiarity. And one of the things that I loved when I first started, and I've been there for eight and a half years now, was that every residence room was different and you walk past and it felt like you were walking past a bedroom in a house. Sure. And I think that's, you know, if you think about it rationally, you're moving from a two, three, four bedroom home essentially to a bedroom and everything else is communal. So that's a pretty big transition that we've got to get people through. So that familiarity in the bedroom is really important for us and and allowing people to bring in whatever they want. Some of the rooms you walk in, you think, jeepers, is that going to fall in on me? Well, it's not yeah, quite I'm, like that, but, you know, you know we do we do make sure it's safe. But <laughs> some of the rooms that a lot, have a lot of stuff in and it's fantastic because that's what the residents want. Okay, so lead me through the process once again. Yep. Um, and uh, I take it, you say you're building new... Uh, Places all We've the time. Just opened a new home in Tarnit, uh this year, so ah. that 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 was opened earlier this year. Right. Um, so that's going really well. So yeah, look, at the moment there's a lot of change going through the industry. So I think broadly speaking, we're looking at refurbishing some of our older homes. So we've got a few homes in in and around Melbourne and Geelong that were built in around 2000. So we're refurbishing all of those to bring them up to an appropriate level of, of what people expect now. Tim so just, uh, Humphreys is our special guest. He's the CEO of, uh, of a wonderful place called Homestyle Aged Care and uh, I recommend you go to their website just to have a look. Homestyleagedcare.com.au is the place to go and um, it'll explain in a very easy-to-navigate to website there too, Tim. So good place to, to start. Yeah. Now, 
we have an aging society. We all know that. Yep. Um, we're all getting older, yep. and um, there's a lot of lot more of us than there used to be. Yeah. Because we're just living longer. Absolutely. How have in the last five, ten years, uh, the aged care services changed? That's a, that's a great question, John. I think one of, one of the things that I've, I've observed personally, probably over the last five years, the, the level of care we're providing in residential aged care has has really moved more to what we call subacute care. So we're closing so in we're, 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 subacute care. So what? it's it's a bit like not hospital care, but not far away from it in a lot of instances. Right. Because the the great thing that in home care has done is allowed people to stay at home longer, and, and we would all want for that. I think in in most instances to stay in your own home. But that then means that people coming into residential care are frailer and older mm. and in many instances not as well as they would have been five or six years ago. So the, the spread of residents that we had, say, 10 years ago, we had people driving to church on Sunday and perhaps driving to golf, whereas now every, everyone in residential aged care is, is further down that, that track of living and they're, they're needing more care. So, so home-style aged care does support people who are still quite active. If they choose to live in, in one of our homes, they do. Because there's no sort of cookie cutter, no, one no. size fits all. No, look, I, the, there's one story I had to get out today. We have a resident who lives in our home in Bayswater and he is the uh, the team manager for a race car that we sponsor. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding and it's unreal. So, yeah, Ray who lives in, in our home in Clarendon in Bayswater, he uh, is the team manager for a race car that races in the V8 circuit or in and around Melbourne. And I went down to watch a couple of weeks ago down at Phillip Island and to see someone who lives in residential aged care as team manager of a race car, but more importantly, to see him walking through the pits, the race pits, and the respect that he had and just the knowledge that he had. I think as a society, we often underestimate that older people have such wonderful knowledge. And and I walked with Ray through the pits and we spoke to a couple of the other drivers and they all asked him questions. Yeah. Every one of them listened intently yeah. to what he had to say yeah. and then immediately did what he suggested. Wow. It was it was amazing. And and I think that's a great lesson for us all. The, ne- older, the yeah. next time we get together, I definitely want to be able to speak to some of your Residents, you can speak to Ray for sure. There's a lot, and there's lots of them that you'd love to speak that's, to. Those are the people who I would like to really tap in to yeah, see yeah. their experience and how they made yeah. the transition from yeah. their yeah. homes into home yeah. style aged care. And look, that's that's one of the things that we've done over the over the last couple of years. We now have a, a resident speak at every board meeting. Oh, great! And I hope the board aren't listening, but I love it because. I let them talk for as long as they like because their stories are fantastic and then I don't have to talk about the hard stuff in board meetings, so it's brilliant. Do they talk about food a lot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Of course they do, John. Uh, yeah, look, and look, food and activities are the big ones. Yeah. Um, and, and the food, look, we when we have board meetings or any other meetings in, in the homes, we all, whether it's any of the management team or the board, we all eat the same meals as the residents yeah. and the feedback's always fantastic, you know, we, we, it, and it's important that we all do that same thing because... You know, I think in in the olden days, the board would have rolled in and had the silver service and yeah, uh, and, and ordered in food. No, no, we we, we all eat the same food. And I, I get to talk to quite a few probus groups, and I'd love yeah. to come and have a have a chat. To, you know, Absolutely. just happy to talk to them yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, my time in the industry and things like yeah, that. Of it, course, it's, it's great. So I guess yeah. you would have speakers come in. Yep, yep, yep. Of course we do. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd yeah. Lo- love to do that sometime. Yeah, and that'd be great. What it's are been... the big challenges, Tim Humphreys, uh, in the next five years? Cheapest creepers. Well, the the Royal Commission outlined, I think, 148 recommendations that industry should adopt. So, look, I think the biggest change, John, is really just going to be implementing all of the change government's going to throw at us. Mm. Um, and it's coming thick and fast at the moment. And I think that 
if, if I was to try and narrow it down to one, it would simply be that we have post-Royal Commission regulation increases. I think anyone who's been exposed mm. to a Royal Commission would agree with that. So we're, we're wrestling with navigating a new environment with increased regulation but at the same trying to drag ourselves away from compliance towards care. So that's the tension that we face at the moment, right. you know, keeping residents at the absolute core of what we do whilst at the same time implementing change and also facing a, an increased regulatory environment and it's, it's that's the biggest challenge for us. So we have team members saying, jeepers, they didn't sign up to this industry to fill out forms and tick boxes yeah. and I think we've heard that in a lot of industries over the past few years yeah. and that, that we're, we're, we're there and I, and I think in an industry that's caring for our, for our older Australians, we, we've got to move that and, and we're consciously doing that at Homestyle just to try and drag everyone back to what's important and trying to keep the the regulatory stuff as background, but it, it's really hard. You've got a few balls in the air, mate. Yep. They hit the ground every now and again. <laughs> the Homestyle Aged Care is, is, as I say, a great website to go to and a, and a good starting place. Just lead me through the first place that um, – let, let's talk, for, first of all, about uh, the, the, the children of parents yep. who yep. might yep. be, you know – ready to go into aged care, yeah. what should the, the kids be doing? What should the, they be doing to start I, the conversation? Look, I, I think the important thing, as I touched on earlier, just trying to get your head around the system that is in aged care in Australia is important. And I've got friends who have parents of that age, so I'm often asked about it. So the first stop was that uh, yeah, website? My, my Aged Care, yep. My Aged Care. Yep, yep. Is, that's, a, that's a government? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. So you have to go through that process to enter the system, right. for want of a better term. But I think once you've sort of got your head around that a little bit, most providers are like us. We we pride ourselves on being at the end of the phone or the end of, the, of an email and answering as many questions as you can. Because oh. once you've got to the My Age Care website, you're probably going to have more questions than you have answers. Mm. So start talking to people and start to get your head around it because I mean, having gone through it with mum, I probably underestimated how complicated it is and I work in the industry. Fancy the government doing something that's complicated. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't comment on that, John. <laughs> Folks, I would really suggest you go to the, the website. It's, um, it's wonderful. It's got uh, the homes, the vacancies, the fees, the charges, also the blog and um, also gives you a further understanding of, of, of what Homestyle Aged Care is all about mm. and their philosophies, homestyleagecare.com.au. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for coming in today and, and I, I, we certainly know more than we did when you arrived, sir. Brilliant. Thank you for taking an interest in the industry because I love it and I hope more people do. For over 22 years, Your Life Choices has been providing Australians with essential news, articles and retirement resources like Homestyle Aged Care. And with over 270,000 members and growing, Your Life Choices is Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s. Thanks for joining us and thank you also to Tim Humphreys, the CEO of Homestyle Aged Care. We'll catch you next time from Your Life Choices. Be well. 